on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And obviously the uh, blockade in Clare dominating the front pages. So the Irish Daily Mirror goes with the headline bail out and that's because there's a bale of silage blocking uh, access to the accommodation in Clare. The Irish Sun goes for blockade Mila Falcha and they have photographs of tractors uh, on the road trying to block access down to the hotel. <clears throat> that's on the front of the Irish Sun. On the front of the Irish Daily Mail, Minister pleads for help over refugee crisis. O'Gorman scrambling as asylum seekers leave Hotel in Clare after protesters block access with tractors. <clears throat> and then the Irish Examiner goes with coalition clashes over refugees. Series of photographs on the front of the Examiner of locals in conversation with Gardaí uh, and also refugees walking the last stretch of the road to their new accommodation with a couple of bags each. And then also a photograph of local groups uh, with a welcome sign for the new arrivals. So obviously a very uh, tense situation in Clare. Blockades remain in place for a third day and government parties, according to the examiner, are at loggerheads over how to deal with the mounting crisis in providing refugee accommodation. Green Party and Fianna Fáil members have clashed at Cabinet. Ministers say they now fear the number of protests will only escalate. Uh, I was listening to Barry White our News Talk reporter, our chief reporter, who will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning, but he was on the hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy last night interviewing some of the people and all sorts of different feelings and views in Clare. Some of those protesting saying that they're actually worried about the accommodation that the uh, men will be put in. Others are worried about safety, they say, of women and children in the area. And then hearing from some of the asylum seekers themselves, some are thrilled they've a roof over their head. Some are glad to be out of Dublin. Others want to go back to Dublin. And then some were saying that where they're living now in Clare, um, it's not in the hotel itself. It's in three, I think it is, three uh, houses, kind of holiday home accommodation style uh, homes there, uh, 11 or 12 in each house. But one of the asylum seekers was telling Barry that they don't have a bed. You sleep in a mattress on the floor. They say they don't have toilet paper. They don't have water, but then others didn't want to go back to Dublin because some say they were sleeping on a chair in Dublin and some were worried they'd have to sleep on the streets in Dublin. So a difficult situation. Looks like the blockade continuing and we haven't an update overnight, but that was certainly the situation last night. That's on the front of the examiner. Also on the front of the examiner is what first year students are going to learn about in school. So they're going to learn about the importance of consent in sexual relationships the influence of pornography and how sexual orientation and gender identity are experienced and expressed. They're not going to be shown pornography in school. I did see some people worried about that. Minister Norma Foley very keen yesterday to say <clears throat> that that's not going to happen. But relationship and sexuality education is one strand of four included in the revamped SPHE course to be rolled out for students starting post-primary school this year. And I'm sure that's going to generate an awful lot of debate, particularly if the word porn is going to be mentioned in school. The Irish Independent goes with how you can get a mortgage these days. Credit unions are offering cheaper mortgages than main banks. Um, according to Charlie Weston, he says it's prompting hopes that they could challenge the dominance of the banks here in Ireland. 
So a major analysis of mortgage offerings uh, by the sector carried out by the Irish Independent shows that almost half of the 205 credit unions in Ireland are offering mortgages to first-time buyers and loan rates are 2.95% in some credit unions, which is a lot lower, if you've been trying to get a mortgage recently, a lot lower than anything from the mainstream banks or the non-bank lenders uh, and credit unions not affected by changes in ECB interest rates. The Irish Daily Star, Mystic Mug, psychic is found guilty of €10,000 scam, told man his dead dad said to pay her cash. Debbie Paget has been convicted of scamming a man out of €10,000 by claiming his dead father promised it to her from beyond the grave. The Irish Times looks at, I don't know if you saw this report yesterday about reading uh, and Irish children and their reading skills. And what they're saying is that the time Irish children spent reading during lockdown might actually be a factor behind their strong performance in an international study. This is the OECD study, which shows that our primary pupils rank among the best in the world for reading. So they're saying lockdown could have boosted children's literacy. Although you do wonder, well, there was lockdowns right across the world, so why isn't that the same in every country? But Ireland ranks in second place in the Progress in International Reading Literacy Study, looking at the reading skills of hundreds of thousands of pupils across almost 60 countries. Also news on the front of the Irish Times about a very famous hotel. You might be aware of the Park Hotel in Kenmare. It's been owned by uh, the Brennans for 37 years. But John Brennan and Francis Brennan have decided to hand over the reins to new owners. So this is the Park Hotel Kenmare and the sister hotel, the Lansdowne Kenmare, now up for sale and they're looking for 20 and a half million euro if you'd like to buy two hotels in Kenmare. Uh, inside the paper is some really sad news from Irish people abroad. So the Irish Sun goes with the news that an Irish tourist has died after plunging off rocks in Lanzarote in a hired buggy. Uh, And so many Irish people, of course, go to Lanzarote on their holidays. Really, really sad news. The woman's daughter was last night in a critical condition um, after the woman fell 65 feet on the Spanish island. Uh, They fell after losing control of their off-road buggy during a tourist excursion on Monday. The older woman, aged 61, was pronounced dead at the scene. The other sad news is that the body of missing Sligo man Justin Flannery has been found following a search operation in Switzerland. The Irish Independent reports Mr Flannery was touring the country last weekend when it's believed he fell into a river in a village in the Swiss Alps and was swept away. So very tragic news from Irish people abroad. At the front of the Herald this morning looks at Katie Taylor's big fight and more the security around it. Uh, They're describing it in the Herald as a ring of steel for Katie fight. Security is going to be tight at Katie Taylor's world title fight in Dublin this weekend. Organisers admitting there's a very real threat, particularly with the politics that goes around boxing. And uh, the promotion company organising the big fight is going to fly in a large number of protection officers from the UK because there are fears of security issues at that fight. Final story comes from the mirror. If you're dating and you're texting people, WhatsApping them, talking to them on dating apps, 
There's advice in the mirror on what emojis you should and shouldn't use when you're flirting. Uh, this is according to Keith Brony, who's the editor-in-chief of Emojipedia, who says that the symbols can be used to inject a sense of playfulness, but he's warning that the red love heart and the smiley devil face are best avoided. You also shouldn't use the aubergine and water droplets emoji because of some of the connotations. So if you are dating, don't use the aubergine um, because there's uh, sexual connotations. Don't use the fire emoji because that uh, can come off as too strong. You're not to use the red heart. Uh, I think that's probably because you're seen as too keen. You're giving off a vibe of love or romance straight away. Also, don't use the wink with the tongue out because that's seen as explicit. Don't use the devil face because that looks naughty. And don't use water droplets either. So what he says is treat emojis in the same way as if you were chatting to a friend. Unless you're flirting with your friend, you wouldn't use some of those emojis. Anyway, those are the stories in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.